plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, power partners, and welcome to Star Style. Be the star you are. This is our informational playground coming to you live on the Voice American Network under the species of Be the Star You Are charity. And this is the Empowerment Channel. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I am here for this hour of power to uh, help you have some fun and to gain some more information. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are. You can visit the charity at bethestarur.org. And this is from Thomas Jefferson. In matters of principle, stand like a rock. In matters of taste, swim with the current. Think about it. Kind of interesting. Well, what's coming to you uh, in our show today? In segment two, we're going to go into journaling. This is such a big thing. It helps people so much. Um, you know, it's almost like your personal therapy. So we will talk about journaling and give you some prompts and how you can best um, get some stress relief and get in touch with your inner thoughts. And you can do it with art, poetry. You can just stream your thoughts. You can do it on the computer. You can do it in a book, however it is that you want. In segment three, it's household hacks, how you can discover a few simple things that are going to make life so much easier and efficient. I feel like it's kind of the MacGyver, you know, tradition. I'm a big, um, I'm a big household hacker when it comes to fixing things. And you know, these are things that really work. And right now, what we we're going to talk about is something that is near and dear to my heart. In 2023, 20,000 media jobs were eliminated in the United States, and this was a 500 percent increase from the 2022 loss. So the big question is, is how is this going to affect our democracy? Is it going to falter because of the decay of revered, truthful media and newspapers? I mean, journalists across the country are definitely in a panic about it. And I know that the newspaper that I write for, it has gotten... Um, thinner and thinner. There's, we're still okay, but we're just hope that we can hang in there. And, you know, it's like little um, hometown newspapers are more important than ever so that people can find out what is going on in their town, in their government, and all of that. As you know, um, last month, the billionaire publisher of the Los Angeles Times let 20% of his newsroom go. And um, at Time Magazine, also billionaire owners, that's the Benihoffs, they had, they did the same for 15% of their unionized editorial employees. The same happened over at Sports Illustrated, had just some catastrophic layoffs and 
They were dispensed mostly by email to most staffers and um, Business Insider, you know, got rid of 8% of its staff. They also own Politico and workers at Condé Nast, at Forbes, at the New York Daily News and elsewhere. So many people walked out to protest all the forthcoming um, layoffs that are happening in the different newsrooms. But everywhere you look, whether it is the Washington Post, NPR, you know, NBC, it doesn't really matter. Um, Companies are giving the axe to a lot of their staffs. So newsroom employment is down more than 26%. And for example, BuzzFeed News is completely dead. Magazine business is atrophied too. And newsstand revenues have fallen from 6.8 billion in 2006 to 1 billion in 2022. It's still, it sounds like a lot, but still, but it's really not when you think how far that it has fallen. So it's it's um, it's pretty scary out there. Evidently, the New York Times is still doing well. I mean, thanks to proper management and very demographically vigorous readership. Um, the Boston Globe, Minneapolis Star Tribune seem to be doing okay. And there are other ones that are, you know, hanging in there as well. But what is the cause of this business decline? And Politico has to say that the answer is really simple. There's very little you can say about the finances of the newspaper industry that you couldn't have said 15 or 20 years ago, but the old model went away and that took away the advertisers and the readers uh, real estate agents, car dealers paid for social purposes, and now they don't need to anymore. So it's targeting advertising on the web has diminished the advertisers um, that had, you know, 50% of their ad budgets that are just not there anymore. So as journalism is falling, It's not completely vanishing. Newsrooms are continuing to get some contracts, but it is terrible for the workers who have lost their jobs. And we're still, it sends a signal to the market and to aspiring journalists and students who are studying journalism that this may not be a profession that they want to get into because there are no vacancies to fill. They're only being eliminated. There are fewer entry-level jobs, and there are fewer outlets for freelancers. Uh, I know, I know for me that I used to get just lots and lots and lots of writing jobs from so many different publications, and those have certainly dried up because those publications are no longer, uh, you know, available. Now, is this going to continue on for? you know, nonfiction book authors. Um, I did a show a couple of weeks ago about how little authors are making. And that just seems to be the same for journalists across the board, as well as writers across the board. It's hard to be optimistic when 
you know, you're making so much less than you were 20 years ago, or you don't even have a job in a profession that you studied for or that you were really good at. So it is a, you know, it's it's a scary commentary for newsrooms and for uh, newspapers and for, you know, any kind of media, because what's going to happen to our democracy as our watchdogs get sat? Um, and are we going to be able to believe all the social media or the things that we read online? So the reason is, is that, you know, in these newsrooms and in truthful media, there are usually several people that are uh, validating what is being said. You know, they are are not just taking gossip and, and spreading it around. So no matter how you feel about what is going on in the press these days, are we going to accept the word of just a random person who is on the air or somebody who's just writing something? No matter where you stand on the side of democracy, we have to have a free and vigorous press. And I think that the next few years, we are about to test what's going to happen with journalism. I don't think it's going to completely go away, but um, it might be that the smaller cottage industry, smaller newspapers are going to go the way of the cuckoo bird, and there might be just a few of the big players. But if these wonderful and big, big cities like Los Angeles, with all its very intelligent citizens, if they can't support a daily newspaper like the, the LA Times, what hope is there for the rest of the country? So we are, you know, hearing about, you know, these journalism empires, they're all getting bought out or they are disappearing. Um, or somehow they've just become doomed um, because the status of advertising uh, as on these uh, platforms has vanished. Journalism is going to survive, even if the business falters as the advertising erodes. But publications for readers who depend on the market-moving news, like you know the Wall Street Journal, the Bloomberg News, and other business titles, hopefully these are going to endure as well the New York Times, which provides news that really moves the political markets and it has established itself as a national, a national voice and we need to pay attention to it. Obviously, gossip and lifestyle magazines are gonna be big and they might even become bigger because people like reading about gossip and celebrities and, you know, people in bikinis. <laughs> uh, but like what Politico says is like the animals that persisted after the great comet struck the earth, most publications will be tiny and they're going just to eke out an existence in the shadows. Now, maybe organized labor or political parties are going to step forward and sponsor news. But if that happens, are we going to be able to trust anything? Because it's definitely going to be biased, right? So, or if, if, a, if it's a huge sponsor, is that going to be truthful? Hmm. So journalism 
could end up becoming almost a hobby. It might be might have to be done through a nonprofit or you know for donations. I mean, I personally have trusted NPR, which is the National Public Broadcasting, um, you know, on the radio and television, or PBS, I should say, Public Broadcasting Corporation, and then NPR, National Public Radio, but. I hope that they can survive. I know that just this week, NPR uh, was doing their uh, another fundraiser, and they just seem to be coming more frequent and more frequent. And it is so irritating to be trying to listen to the news, and then you have 15 minutes of fundraising going on, saying we need forty thousand dollars. Send your donations now, and you know you're going to get a ball cap, or you're going to get a t-shirt or something. Um, I support these endeavors, but it's frustrating to have to keep fundraising. So hopefully our party of journalism isn't over. Uh, <laughs> as humans, we kind of interpret, you know, bad news like the zombies are coming. But in any case, if we persist on and we attempt to find the truth in what's happening, in our global community, hopefully that truth will survive, journalism will survive, and newsrooms will survive. And in the meantime, it is a really, really good idea to support, if you have a local newspaper, to support it in some way by either buying the newspaper, advertising in the newspaper. I know that the newspaper that I uh, write for, a weekly paper, it um, it is really supported by advertising. And interestingly, most of the advertisers these days are realtors and they're all advertising homes for sale or homes that were purchased, it seems that these are where, you know, these. this is the industry where the money is at the moment. But in any case, we have to, have to try to maintain the jobs of journalists, because as you have seen, just what's going on in Ukraine uh, with the, the uh, Russia's war or Israel's war with Hamas, how many journalists are giving their lives just to bring you the news. It is really, really a very heroic and very often a deadly occupation. Well, you're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We will have more happy news when we come back. We're gonna talk about journaling as a way to connect with yourself and with your creativity. Stay with me, more to come. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 
Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program, Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. Follow Voice America at facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. Have you ever tried journaling? It's kind of like keeping a diary, but it really does help you connect with yourself, your creativity, offer stress relief. And the wonderful thing about journaling is you get it out either on paper or on your computer. You can do it through art or however you like to uh, to get your thoughts out. But the good thing is, is that if you're experiencing like any writer's block, journal prompts can really help you get started. So if you've never journaled before, I want to just give you some tips on how you can get going. And I think you'll be really, really happy with it. I know for um, most of my clients, I always ask them, to do a couple of different journals. I think doing a gratitude journal is a wonderful way to experience the abundance that you actually have in your life and to say thank you for what you have as opposed to feeling the lack. And also a How Great I Am journal. Now, this isn't one that most people ever suggest, but I always have suggested it because I am coaching not only for acting, but, you know, for to build confidence and self-esteem. And the purpose of this journal, How Great I Am, is that it does give you, it boosts your confidence and your self-esteem because you're writing down just snippets of what people tell you, but only in a positive way. For example, if somebody compliments you on your hair, you would just write in your journal that day, I have pretty hair. Uh, and you know, you just continue doing these things no matter how simple or silly it is. Like, you know, um, your partner complimented you on the latte that you made, <laughs> it doesn't matter. What happens is, is that when you read these over again, you see that there are more positives in your life 
than negatives. And that can help you be grateful. It also just helps you see some of the places where you shine and probably you have never even thought about it. Now, for any kind of journaling, you don't have to do those two, but those are two that I like, a gratitude journal and how great I am. But prompts really provide a direction to your writing. And if you wanna focus on a specific topic or question, you can explore your thoughts and feelings around it. Now, when it comes to structure, absolutely anything can do. You can do a free flow. Your sentences don't have to make sense. You don't have to worry about spelling. You don't have to show it to anybody. If you want to organize your thoughts in a coherent way, that's totally up to you. It's, it's your journal. The idea is to be creative. And that's why maybe if you want to just keep one journal, maybe you'll divide it into sections. You can always use the binder and just put binder paper in it. Or you can type it on your computer and have either different files or, or print it out and make a binder with different things so that um, your journal prompts can introduce you to a different variety of things that are happening to you in your life and help you be more creative and approach things in different ways. Now, journal prompts actually can provide topics or themes that might give you some new dimensions to yourself. And the most important thing is consistency. If you can write something every day, this is what I would encourage you to do because then journaling becomes a purpose and a passion and a very engaging activity. Um, I, I don't know how many of the movies or TV shows that you might have just um, just watched because this weekend, I should tell you, you know, the SAG Awards are going to be on on Sunday and they're going to be on Netflix. So you may want to um, to catch those. The judging is ending this Friday and you'll watch live on Netflix starting at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time on Netflix, on uh, not on Sunday, on Saturday, February 24th. So just to give you an idea, one of my favorite, favorite um, television shows this year was the true story of, um, of Anne Frank's life with Meep. And if you haven't seen it, it is just such a beautiful, beautiful show that you'll really, you really would want to look at it. So it is called A Small Light and it is based 100% on everything that's true. But of course, so much of it was able to come from her diary. So a diary or a journal is kind of like the same thing. So, um, you know, if think about Anne Frank's and how important the diary of Anne Frank became to people understanding the Holocaust, the horrors, she was she was in hiding for two years and just, you know, wrote down random thoughts and things that she wanted to eat and how her feelings were and kind of getting becoming a young woman. 
So all of these things are important. So even though you might think it's not anything inspirational, it really could be inspirational. So when we want to have um, some prompts, you want to make sure that whatever you do is going to be um, truthful. You know, and you can try anything. You can do self-discovery prompts, self-reflection prompts, self-awareness prompts. You can write um, a journal, you know, that perhaps let's let's give some ideas. You know, describe five words. I mean, write down five words that best describe you. And how do you think other people would describe you in five words? Another prompt would be, my life would be fabulous if, or my life would be incomplete without. You might want to reflect on a phrase, a quote, a mantra, something that resonates with you, and you could explain why it means so much to you. And again, in talking about like a gratitude journal, what are you grateful for? I mean, it's interesting, just the simple things. When I was writing my Be the Star You Are books and I was writing The Gift of Gratitude, it made me stop and really think about just the little things that I'm grateful for. You know, a pillow to and a bed and a house, you know, to, uh, food in my belly, a warm blanket friends and family that I love and that love me, work that I enjoy, all of these things are important and you can expand on them. And that's all part of of journaling. You can write down things that made you smile today or how you, you made a difference or how somebody made a difference in your life. What is it that you do best? What is it that you do not do so well so those are all things that you can explore um, when you are journaling. You can write down the values that are important to you. Is faith important to you? Is our uh, finances important to you? What is it that you want out of life? Think about what you would do with your life if you know if money didn't matter. I think that's always a wonderful question. If you could do anything you want and finances were not an issue, what is it that you would do and why? How are you, are you stressed out in any way? What are your stressors and why do you feel so stressed out? You could write about any sorrows that you've had. I know that when I've had deaths in the family and my heart is absolutely broken and I don't know how to really put it in words or, you know, you don't have to know how to get your feelings out. Just writing down the random things that come, it helps so much to, um, to erase the sadness or to, I maybe not erase it, but to ease the sadness. Do you have any regrets? If so, what are they? And why do you have regrets? What can you do to fix any regrets? Have you hurt anybody in the past? And how would you like to say you're sorry? What are you afraid of? Or what do you feel insecure about? Are you willing to face your fears? What would you have to do to face those fears? Or do you not want to face them at all? These are just all kind of 
you know, prompts that you could give yourself. Some other things, obviously, we're still at that time of the year where people, well, people started writing goals and resolutions in January. Usually by this time, most people have abandoned them. But what if you were to write down just three very short-term goals that would be achievable in the next three months? And then you, those are called SMART goals. So you would actually put a date on them, how you would get there, et cetera. And then you could maybe expand it. And once you've reached those three short-term goals, maybe you could expand what would be some long-term goals. What would you like to do in a year, in three years, in five years, in 10 years? And if you put this like in a place that you can reflect upon it at a later time, like maybe do it in your computer, date it, you know, have it for the same year, you can go back and look at what your goals were and how much you have achieved. If there's a skill that you would like to learn, how could you cultivate it? And why do you want to learn that school, that skill? Uh, what qualities do you admire most in yourself? Or what do you admire in others that perhaps you would like to develop more in yourself? Are there areas of your life where you really need to improve? Are you kind to people? Do you have a sense of humor? Are you generous? Are you giving? Do you contribute to your community? You know, do you have any bad habits that you would like to change? Or do you have really good habits that you think you might be able to help other people with? Do you set boundaries? Or do you not set boundaries? <laughs> Those are also two things that are important to know. And how can you better support the people that you love in your life? All of these are very important prompts that anybody can do. And those will help you with your personal growth. Also, we want to think about being mindful in life. When you're mindful, you become more aware of your thoughts your feelings, your surroundings, uh, the people that you work with, and the way that you navigate life. So perhaps you want your journal to be like a mindful journal, or again, it could be just another chapter in your book. And when you're mindful, we get really into the minutia of things. For example, did you eat breakfast today? And if so, what did you eat? What did it look like? What did it taste like? What did it smell like? What were the textures? Um, how did you feel while you were experiencing eating breakfast? You can pick an everyday object from your surroundings. It could be anything at all. And then write some a dis, really a detailed description about it. You might take a walk outside and see a beautiful flower and really look at it. Look at the stamen. What color is it? Can you see that? You know, are there any insects that are inside? Are there hummingbirds or bees or anything that have been buzzing around that particular flower? Does it smell good? You know, uh, describe it, write it down. Or maybe, maybe if you're artistic or even if you're not artistic, get some crayons or some markers or even paints and paint it. Now we could go to sounds. I love this actually, because we've been having a lot of rain and 
I love the sound of the rain. I love the sound of water. So the creeks are rushing and it just sounds to me so relaxing. I really love the sound of rushing water, of a river, of a creek, of the rain, of a fountain, any of that. So what sounds really make you happy? Focus on the sound. Do you like the sound of um, the wind? Do you just like the sound of music? What about, you know, leaves that are blowing? Close your eyes. Pay attention to what is around you. What do you see in your mind's eye? You know, so then write that down or again, paint it so that we have a description of it. With reflection, we can grow. So when you identify and describe your feelings that you're experiencing in the present moment, you need to do it without any judgment. It's not good or bad. It is just real. It is just what you are feeling at that moment. So think about that. And again, express that on paper in some way. Now, something that I've always done too is um, to describe and to write down um, the feelings in your body. Like if you touch your feet, do you feel that? And what is the sensation? It's so important to really be in touch with yourself. What about thinking about a moment when you were an absolute star, you were absolutely elated, you were so happy. When was that? How did you feel? Can you shut your eyes and relive that experience? Maybe you had won an award. Maybe you had performed in, in a play. Maybe it was uh, your wedding day, or maybe it was the birth of a child. You know, whatever it was, you could really re-experience it. I always say take a picture of it in your mind. Just go, you know, like take a snapshot. So that whenever you're feeling down, you can come back to that really fabulous moment of happiness. But you can only experience that when you experience it fully. In other words, you when you shut your eyes, you see it, you hear what's around you, you smell what's around it. You can actually describe that moment in great detail. Is there a place where you feel at one with the world, totally at peace. I mean, a lot of times when I shut my eyes, I can see myself on a sandy beach with the warm sun, you know, pouring down, the waves are crashing, the water is warm, and it is that beautiful Caribbean uh, aqua blue where if you're snorkeling, you can see all the fish and beautiful coral and the palm trees are waving, that is my happy place. When I shut my eyes, I see that so, so clearly. So whenever I'm feeling stressed, I like to shut my eyes and go back there. So that would be something to put in your journal. You can also be really creative in your journal. For example, is there a person in history that you would love to have dinner with? Obviously the person is no longer alive, but if they were, who would you like to sit down and have a chat and have, you know, have a great dinner? What would you eat? And what would, questions would you ask that person? Is there a favorite book or 
anything that's very a favorite uh, movie or a favorite play or a performance or a piece of music that just takes you out of yourself. Write those down because all of these can be helpful in getting you closer to who you are as a person and helping you to to succeed. Do you speak any foreign languages? If not, would you be interested in learning? Remember that if we stagnate, we die. We should be learning something every day. So no matter what it is, you want to learn. What if you were an animal? What kind of animal would you be? Would you be a jaguar? Would you be a deer? Would you be a dog? Would you be a horse? You know, whatever it is, you know, think about these things because it's kind of fun to imagine them. And if you wanted to invent a new holiday, what would that holiday be? What would be the party favors? What would be the food? What would be the decorations? What would be the colors? And when would you want to have it? And finally, I think this is a wonderful, uh, really a wonderful uh, prompt. And I just call it the time machine. And that is, if you could go forward in time or backwards in time, when and where would you go and who would you be? So think about all of these journals and see if you can make sense of it and if it's something that will help you. But again, I think for me, the most important one is a gratitude journal. And then, you know, just make your happiness journal as well. Well, you're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. And if you'll stay with me, we'll have a quick business bite. And then we're going to talk about some home hacks that you can do to keep your home running better and to save you a lot of money. Don't go away. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Speaking of being happy, how can you be happier and more productive? Well, think less and feel more. Ask once but give thanks all the time. Expect the best and appreciate everything. Never, never give up. Make life fun. Lead, invent, regroup. Chill, relax, and don't get upset. Remember that failure is fertilizer. Smile, laugh, smile some more, and always say thank you, thank you, thank you. And live as if your success was inevitable and it shall be. Remember, you are the star of your own production. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's Cynthia Bryan, Bryan with an I, dot com. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. 
Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. BeTheStarYouAre.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. Well, we're back, and now we're going to be talking about some home and house hacks that you can do to uh, just to make your life a lot easier. And uh, talking about journaling, you know, you should really have a homeowner's journal, which is just like a either a ring binder or a folder where you keep your insurance papers and your repair receipts and other uh, paperwork that pertains to the house because you definitely want to hold on to all this house information in one handy place to make it easier for you. And yeah, of course, if you're if you own the house and you're going to sell the house, uh, a lot of those things are going to be um, good for your taxes. Another thing, just and this isn't really a hack, but it certainly saves time. Is uh, I keep a folder uh, of all of the what are they called? The booklets, you know, the instruction booklets that come with whatever it is that you buy, the guides. Like yesterday, my dryer went out. Okay, it was 22 years old, so it's time. I have to buy a new dryer. But I, in order to find out if it needed to be repaired or replaced, the, I have my dryer guide as well as my washing machine uh, guide in a folder in a cupboard right next to the washing machine and dryer. So if anything goes wrong, I don't have to be searching all over, you know, for where, what the model number, serial number, when I bought it, receipts, or uh, or if it was repaired before any of that, I just keep it all in one place. And so to me, that is a really good hack is to keep those kinds of, uh, of guides in a place that is going to be easily um, easy for you to find. And that goes for any appliances that you have. Now, if you're going to be away and you would like your house plants to be watered, and it's just one less thing you have to worry about, is it's pretty easy. You take an empty plastic bottle. You would take a small plastic bottle for small plants, a big one for big plants. You fill it with water, put the cap on, and then prick just a small hole in the neck with a pin and you bury it neck first in the soil, just deep enough to stay upright with the pinhole in the soil, and your plants will slowly take just as much water as they need. So just, you know, a pinprick is all it needs. Now, if you wanted some wrinkle-free clothes, I was just talking about a dryer, you could toss a few ice cubes into your dryer with dry wrinkled clothes and you just run the machine for 10 minutes. So if your your clothes are dry, but they're wrinkled, just put 
a couple of ice cubes in there and 10 minutes and it should be, you know, should be just fine. If you want to make a dusting pad instead of having to buy, you know, those, um, the, well, they're more expensive, you know, all, all you have to do is wrap some dryer sheets around the bottom of your floor sweeper and they'll do the job just as well as the name brand refills do. If you want to make a, a homemade dry erase board, put a piece of stationery inside a picture frame and write it on the glass with a dry erase marker. Really can't be too much easier than that, right? Now, how about if you have uh, recessed light bulbs, you know, up on your ceiling? I know I have the I have a lot of recessed lighting in my house and sometimes it's really hard to replace those bulbs but this is a trick and it makes it easy so you can fold the ends of a piece of duct tape and you just uh, duct tape back over themselves and you leave the sticky section in the middle and put the sticky section on the bulb grab the ends of the duct tape and twist and then you will find that that is going to help you just a little bit more and now um, one thing when I am trying to uh, rake my yard and stuff, if you have a big cheap plastic tarp, you can actually rake all the leaves and um, branches and stuff and then pull it around your yard. Um, I do this a lot actually when I have to, when I don't want to carry something, I'll even do it in the house. I'll put like a, a sheet down on the ground and if something is too heavy I'll put, and I don't want to scratch floors or get carpet dirty, I'll just put the item on it and then you drag it. Um, and something I used on my outdoor furniture that really was great is I save the corks, not, you know, not all of them, but corks from wine bottles or champagne bottles. And when I have either a wobbly chair or a wobbly table, I slice the cork and then I, uh, I glue it. I use a hot glue gun to the bottom of the leg. And so you just have to mark the amount of cork that you need, slice it off with a utility knife. And I use the hot glue gun to do it. Um, and it just, it works really, really great for either tables or chairs. Now, if you have, um, if most people have a vacuum and sometimes it is hard to reach spots, you know, if you have a leftover wrapping paper tube, you can use that as a vacuum cleaner extension. And that'll give you, you know, two or three extra feet maybe to clean the ceiling fans or get the cobwebs out of the corner. Now, if, how about cutting boards? Not uh, Most cutting boards actually don't have any kind of rubber on the bottom to prevent them from sliding on the countertop. But all you have to do is take a couple of rubber bands and you'll be able to stub stabilize your cutting board and keep it from moving around doing use. So just put some rubber bands, one on each end of the cutting board, and you are good to go. And, you know, just make sure that the rubber bands are laying flat and aren't twisted when you put them on because you want the board to be completely flat when you are um, uh, working. 
Um, and something for drains. Do you ever find that you find that your drain kind of smells? Now, sometimes it can be a sewer, you know, a, a sewer gas that's coming up from the city sewer system or even a septic tank, and it might cause a smell that is just awful. So you can fix the odor by adding a quart of fresh water followed by a tablespoon of cooking oil. And what that does is it seals it and it holds drain water in a trap and that will eliminate the smell. Now, I usually, if you have a garbage disposal and you find that that is smelling, I will do a couple of things. I will chop up a lemon and the rind and put it in the garbage disposal with an ice cube. Um, between the two, the ice cube and the lemon, it makes it smell well and it keeps your blades sharp. If you have to remove, if you have pets that live in the house, you probably have pet hair. And that can be kind of a nightmare. Um, duct tape is one of my favorite, favorite hacks. I have used duct tape. Uh, I actually carry it with me when I travel. If anything rips, you know, instead of even having to sew it, I can duct tape my pants. I've had hems come down and duct tape them. But you can use the stickiness of the duct tape to make a makeshift pet hair remover. And it is a really faster than vacuuming. And it works great in your car as well. You can take a sponge or even a, a you know, any, a towel or a, a cloth, wrap it with duct tape. And you just, you make sure that the sticky part is out, right? The sticky part's out. Or you could put the, the duct tape around a paint roller cover with the sticky side out and then roll the paint cover over the furniture or the carpet, and that'll pick up the pet hair and anything else. And, you know, as the tape gets full of hair, you just remove it and add more duct tape. Because, you know, you can buy those, um, I don't know, the lint removers, I think they're called. But if you use duct tape, it's going to be just as, as good. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, when you're doing your garbage disposal with the citrus peels and the ice cubes, make sure you are running the water. That's very important. You have to run the, the water because you don't want to burn up the motor. Uh, something for your microwave. I mean, it's easy to clean baked on food and spills from your microwave. If you partially fill a measuring cup or a coffee cup with water and then add a slice of lemon, you boil the water for a minute and then leave the door closed and let the steam just loosen up the mess. And after about 10 minutes, open the door and you can wipe everything away and it's going to smell great. The lemon is just a wonderful cleaner. I, I've also used lemon to polish my brass. I mean, you can do that easily as well. And um, oh, a good one. If you get nicks or scratches on, on your furniture. I like to use, if you, it's a wood furniture, a crayon can work just great. If it is, um, if you have a crayon, it's a little bit darker than what the scratch is. I also use uh, crayons in, like if I have a nick um, on my wall and I don't have the paint, that can really work well. Of course, you can also buy like that old English uh, scratch coat if it's on wood. 
and get the darker finish and you just apply it and it it doesn't last a really long time but it does pretty well um and let's see oh if you if you ever you know drop um the back of your earring and you don't know how to find it you could use your vacuum and the trick is before you turn the vacuum off you on i mean you want to cut off the end of like a, a nylon and secure it to the end of your vacuum hose with a rubber band and then when you vacuum you will find it and if you have um, a sore neck or back or leg Instead of using an electric heating pad, you can fill a sock with uncooked rice, tie the ends, microwave it for two or three minutes. And it is really great because the sock, you know, um, can move. You can put it on your neck or wherever it conforms to your body. And if you add some herbs, like I can, I put a lavender or rosemary, even sage, bay leaf, whatever you want, and you will have a lovely smelling um relaxing heating pad that you made and it was very cheap well that's our show for today make sure you're tuned in to star style be the star you are every week for more information and fun you can change your life and make your dreams come true for more information about star style productions to purchase any of my books or just to find out what star style is up to visit cynthiabryan.com to get in touch with the charity, to volunteer or make a donation, visit bethestarur.org. As always, my aim is to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate you because I want you to see beyond your physical being, know you already are the star you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And until next week, when we play again on the Star Style Playground, Remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Be your unapologetically authentic self and make it a great week. Thanks for being here with me. Be the star you It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.